for joining us. Remember, you can watch our services live and view our archive at StevensCreekChurch.com. If our ministries have touched your life, we'd love to hear about it. Send us an email to mystory@stevenscreekchurch.com. Well, hello everyone and welcome to episode number five of our Stephen Street Podcast for Families. My name is Pastor Ryan and today we are talking about commitment. Now, in case you're not sure what commitment means, commitment is making a plan and putting it into practice. You know, I once read that if you fail to plan, then you plan to fail. It's a pretty nifty little saying there. Now, I don't want to fail in life, so if I don't want to fail in life, then it's going to be important for me to make a plan. And our story today has to do with making a plan, but it also has to do with running. Who out there loves to run? Let's go. I love running. Um, I grew up running. I still run today. I traveled all around the USA uh, competing as a young middle school and high school athlete. I'm still competing today many, many years later. So as a runner, and any runner will tell you that it it takes a lot of commitment. If you're going to train for a race, you have to be committed, and you also have to have a plan. You can't just show up at the starting line and hope that you're going to win. you got to put in work. You got to uh, think ahead of time, and and also um, you get you got to have a good plan in place. I can't just be the very best on race day that I want to be. Like I can't just show up to the race and be like, "I'm going to be the greatest." No, if I didn't prepare, if I didn't plan, and if I wasn't committed, I'm going to end up so slow at the end. Just you know, you where your legs feel like concrete whenever you're running. It's exactly what will happen. Um, so running, it's not just a new thing either. This has been around for an extremely long time. In the Bible, actually, the Apostle Paul talks about running. He uses this in one of his examples whenever he's writing one of his letters to the people of Corinth. In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 24, Paul actually says this to the people. He says, in a race, all the runners run, but only one gets the prize. Urgh. I always want to get a prize whenever I run. Who loves prizes? But, hey, okay, so he also goes on. He says, you know that, though, don't you? Like, you already know that one person's going to get the prize. So run in a way that you will get the prize. Hmm. Run in the way that you will get the prize. Now, if I am racing, if I'm running, I'm not running um, just to run. I am running to win. I want to win. Always want to win. So I want to always go after the prize. And so that's also so in life. I don't want to just live my life normally. I want to live my life in a way that's going to be successful, in a way that I'm going to get the prize of life. Okay. Now, spoiler alert, Paul wasn't just giving the Corinthians advice for an actual race, though. He wasn't just talking about a race. Actually, he wasn't talking about a race at all. He was talking about something much, much bigger. But to best understand what he was telling them, let's take a look at what it's actually like to run a race. Okay, now I told you earlier, the first thing that you have to do is you have to plan, right? You got to have a plan. Everybody say plan. Nice. Okay, you got to have a plan and you got to get pumped up. For the plan that helps you to prepare and stay on track when you get things uh, that come your way that are hard or whenever you feel like giving up you got to be pumped up 
and you got to follow the plan. You stick to the, the plan. Now, also, once you have your plan in place, then it's time to move, okay? And my friend uh, Jillian says it like this. I like to move it, move it. I like to move it, move it. Yeah, I like to move it. I like to move it, move it. I like to move That's right. You like to move it, move it. You got to move it, okay? We can't sit still. We have to move. So when you train to run a race, you better like to move it, okay? Because you'll be doing long runs, short runs, and probably like some strength training too. Get your legs and your muscles all strong and get your lungs strong and do some push-ups and some sit-ups and and all that good stuff, okay? So we got to plan and we got to move, all right? And since you'll be moving so much, that brings us to the next one is we have to fuel. Now, fuel, like what we put in a car, mm, not necessarily, but, you know, cars do need fuel to be able to move. And we also need fuel in our life to be able to move because we need to get our fuel would be like water, you know drinking great water, um, not drinking Cokes and Sprites and sodas and all those things that aren't really that good for us. We have to drink some water, and that's a part of fuel. We have to also drink or eat healthy foods like, you know, your broccoli that you don't like to eat or your carrots or sweet potatoes, which are really good uh, foods to eat that'll give you energy. Um, so, one, we got to plan, we got to move, we got to fuel, and then we've got to rest. Yes, you have to rest. Now, this is something that is is hard sometimes uh, that people don't want to do, but whenever you train for a race, it's important that you let your body rest and recover, okay? Because you got to let your muscles recover from all the work that you've been doing, all right? So we plan, we move, we fuel, and rest. Say this with me. We plan, we move, we fuel, and we rest. Yes, that's how you train. That's how you run to win the prize. Running takes a lot of commitment and hard work, so you got to be willing to put the hard work in. But let's remember, don't forget, the kind of training that Paul was talking about was much, much, much bigger than running a race. Okay, so we let's look a little bit further in 1 Corinthians chapter 9, 25. What else Paul says? He says, all who take part in the games, they train hard. They do it to get a crown that will not last. But we do it to get a crown that will last forever. Let's think about that. We get a crown that will last forever. Hmm. We are all running a race right now. I don't mean that we're literally running a a foot race or we're running on a race on a track trying to run as fast as we can to get across the finish line. No, I mean we're in the race of life. Our race, it's it's like a journey. It's not a sprint. It's a marathon where we just want to kind of take our day-by-day life where we don't have to sprint through and go as fast as we possibly can. No, but, uh, you know, this is a finish line that will last forever. But it's a finish line that will last forever with Jesus. Life with Jesus is like what Paul wrote about in his letter. And when he tells us that it's the crown that will last forever. That's why it says, this is what will last forever. A crown that will last forever. Living our life with Jesus. Because whenever, if we were to win 
a race and we get this medal. Well, whenever we die, what happens to the medal? We can't take that with us. But whenever we do die, what we can take with us is our faith. Because our faith will go with us and we will be able to be in heaven with God for eternity if we put our faith and trust in him. That means our life matters right here and right now. Every step along the way is a part of our race. No matter if you are uh, two years old or three or four or five or 10 or 12, each part of your life is a step forward in your race. And if we all want to run our race really well, then we need to live our life out for what matters most. We need to do exactly what Jesus said is the most important thing, okay? Now, this is what he says is first the most important thing. He says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul. Love him with all your mind. This is the first and most important commandment. And the second is just like it. It is love your neighbor as you love yourself. So what's the first thing we have to do? We got to love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, and soul. The second thing we do, second commandment is love your neighbor as you love yourself. That means love your brother or your sister or your friend or your neighbor or the person that lives next to you or uh, the person in your class. That is your neighbor. Okay, so we have to love them. Love God and love others. That's what Jesus said is most important. And if we want to do that, we need to practice. We need commitment. We need a training plan. We need to hear from God. And one way we can hear from God is by reading what's written in his word. And that is the Bible, right? We also need to pray. So we hear by reading his word. We need to pray. And isn't it amazing that we can talk to God anytime, anywhere that we want to Not only can we talk to God, but we can also talk about God with other people. That's another important part of our training plan is that we talk. We have to talk to other people about God. We have to tell them about how much he loves them too so that they can know. Now, we can hear God's word. We can pray and we can talk. Now, we can also live for God. And the great thing is we can practice living for God in everything that we do. Everything we do, we can live for God. Jesus said the most important thing that we do is love God and love others. So we can practice those by living out the plan. Now, this is your plan, okay? Remember, in the beginning, I said that we need a plan, right? Okay, you ready? This is your plan. You are going to hear from God. You are going to pray and talk to him. And you're going to talk about him with others. And then you're going to live your life for him every day. Now, how do you pray to God? We're going to learn a little bit about that in the next few episodes. But if you have any questions with that, you can ask your parents to help you to pray. Um, But it's very simple. It's just like having a conversation, just like what I'm having with you today. I can talk to God and just tell him how I feel or what's going on in my life or, um, you know, what I need help with or, or somebody else that might need help. That's prayer. I just reach out to him and say, God in heaven, 
help me in this area or I need help or help me to live a life that you want me to live. Things like that. Okay, so our bottom line today is keep practicing what is most important. And it goes along with our memory verse today. Uh, that'll be our memory verse for the next few episodes. It's 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 8. Training the body has some value, but being godly has value in every way. It promises help for the life that you are now living and the life to come. That's huge. Being godly has value in every way. So we got to do that. All right. Can you guys do it for me? Awesome. First Timothy chapter four, verse eight. That is your memory verse. Have your parents go back and read it tonight. Or if you're listening to this in the morning, or if you're listening to this at night, then you can go back and read it in the morning. So glad that you guys joined us. So let's go to God and let's practice what matters most. And that is prayer. Dear God, thank you so much for always being with us. Thank you for giving us a race to run every single day. But help us, God, help us to practice what matters most, loving you and loving other people. Help us to remember to hear from you, to pray to you, and to talk about you, and to live fully for you. We love you so much, God, and we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. I hope you all have enjoyed this show as much as I have. Uh, If you have any questions about how you can be a follower of Jesus or talk to your parents or your pastor, or you can email me at creekkids at stevenscreekchurch.com. Again, that is creekkids at stevenscreekchurch.com. Join us next time as we will be continuing to talk about making wise choices. This is Pastor Ryan signing off over and out. Thank you guys so much. Thanks for listening. If you would like to help support the ministries of Stevens Creek Church, please go to stevenscreekchurch.com and click the Give button. See you next time.